There are actually six love languages, not just five. Here's why couples should learn the sixth love language. So have you heard about the five love languages by Gary Chapman? Our dear friend Richard asked, as we talk about life with Richard and his wife. The summer night was cool, the star glowed. A book with a name like that should have made the author a bundle, Vic said with a snort and a twinge of writer's jealousy. But it's an interesting idea, Richard protested. I imagine a scowl, but it was too dark to see it. You need to know the language of love essential to your partner. It may not be the same as yours. Okay, tell us, I said. Quality time, touch, gifts. Richard began. What else? I asked. Mm, acts of service and something about affirmation. Oh yeah, words of affirmation. Vig and I hooted into the night sky and poked each other in the ribs. Affirmation, Vic said. That is top of your list, isn't it? And you are clearly an acts of service guy. I popped back. I loved affirmation, spoken words of appreciation. I thrived on compliments about the food, the beauty of the flower, gardens, or a piece I have written. I never tired of hearing that I was beautiful. Vic appreciated the small things I did for him, and he told me this every single day. Affirmed, recognized, and loved, I was easily persuaded to pack a suitcase for a trip even if I wasn't going alone, or to cook pasta and tomato sauce for dinner when I would prefer brown rice. Acts of service made Vic feel loved. He sweetly requested rather than demanded help when he needed it. Packing the suitcase or a vegan lunch for work, sticking a little love note on the wax paper or wrapping up his tofu sandwich, helping him choose clothes that were color-coordinated. I didn't complain about reading his books galleys when they were, came into the middle of an Arizona vacation, even though I wanted to go hiking. Or didn't complain as much, Vic did. This is what you always wanted, I teased after Vic became ill, when there was little to joke about. I'm devoting my whole life to serving you. We laughed, but we knew. He needed a motherly nurse and I was willing to do anything to keep him alive. He affirmed me with gratitude until his death. We liked, liked being physically close, so agreed on the gift of touch. We craved small caresses, pats, hugs. We Wake awoke, awoke early and was downstairs at his desk drinking coffee by the time I finished meditating in the morning. I came into his office and stood beside his test chair. He put his arms around my waist or patted me. I caressed his hair and rubbed his neck. Did you have any dreams? He would ask. I would tell him if I did. And did you, did you dream? I asked. Or when he was sick? How are you feeling? Top of head to toe and did you sleep? We were interested in each other, so all our time together was quality. Gifts, no problem. Neither of us cared much about gifts. Instead of Christmas gifts, we saved money for a trip in March or something. I would add a sixth language of love, that is tolerance. I could be irritable and anxious. He could be testy and rushed. I got tired of his need for mothering and the demands of his career. He became exasperated by lack of self-confidence and excess of complaints. I was exhausted from the last two years of caretaking. 
but he really forgot how hard it was to care for a dying man. Our intolerances were replaced by love and sorrow. We usually spoke each other's language of love. When we forgot, we still had tolerance.